Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great thanks and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly opposed to me, either physically in the room or politically on our observations and viewpoints. All things large and small. There and there you go, being passive-aggressive again, leaving my microphone off. <laughs> it's funny. I don't have a passive-aggressive bone in my body. I am just stupid, okay? <laughs> what a defense that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to come up with a better defense. All right, I, I think I'd forget. rather admit to passive-aggressiveness than stupidity. That's right. This is my way to stick it to the man. You were the I'm boss the man, here. Huh? Right. Yeah, you were the boss here for 30 years. I worked here for 20 of those, <laughs> and this is the way I get you back. Well, I'm glad to know what's actually going on here. <laughs> so, yeah, Joe McGranahan. Uh, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. And uh, we would just uh, love to hear from you today. So please uh, contact us. Those are the open phones. Had a vibrant uh, conversation this week about a wide range of topics, the stop and frisk topic. I believe a pro-life versus pro-choice conversation came up. We talked about the president. Uh, we did not talk much about the uh, president weighing in on the U.S. Justice Department sentencing of uh, multiple convict Roger Stone, saying he's being horribly treated and how, unfair. How do you feel about that? Well, I, curiosity. Well, I think, you know, what, do you, what is a tweet? You know, is he, the president says he didn't call the Justice Department, which I believe him. So if he didn't call them, but he tweets, hey, this is a great thing. Give this guy, my friend, a lenient sentence, please, or whatever the tweet was. Well, stop and think what he was convicted of. He was convicted of lying to Congress and obstruction of justice. Now think for a minute. What did Bill Clinton do? He lied under oath. And he obstructed justice by denying originally that he had anything to do with Monica Lewinsky. Now, he didn't suffer any penalty for that. I mean, he was impeached, but not convicted. So here we're talking about giving a guy nine years for that. And as someone pointed out, there are child pornographers who don't spend nine years in jail. It seemed excessive to me. Was it appropriate for the president to weigh in? Well, if you, as a citizen, found somebody that you knew and you thought they were being maltreated by the justice system, would it not be your right to speak out? I would out? tweet. You would tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, to me, it's it just smacks of President Trump being emboldened by emboldened by his acquittal that he now that you know he he thinks he can do almost anything, so he's going to try to influence the U.S. Justice Department. Uh, again, I give him the benefit of the doubt that he made no phone call, but he makes it clear if the Justice Department is going to do the right thing, Listen. they're going to they're going to uh, give this guy a lenient sentence. But, you know, I understand what you're saying. President Clinton got what was available in the Justice 
system for him, which was an impeachment, and this guy got what's available to him, and these are in the sentencing guidelines. The president doesn't sentence people. Prosecutors don't sentence people. Judges sentence people. Right, these are sentencing recommendations. And judges, judges ignore sentencing recommendations all the time. There's a guideline they have they can go with. He, the judge could just throw the whole thing out. So, I mean, unless the president directly contacted the judge. Oh, we got an emergency phone call. An emergency phone call. Dick, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Look, I, look I'm in my car, so I'm not, I'm not setting my computer. But, Joe, you just said he, could, he was charged with whatever. He was actually charged with seven felonies, not two, seven. seven. So there was more involved than that. They don't charge somebody with seven felonies for just the two things you mentioned. All right, we got Seven. you, Dick. Thank you, you so can much. Count them. Yeah, I, and one of them was one of them was a threat. Threats to so whom? I'm going to go. Seven felonies, Joe, not just two things. Come okay, on. got it. Thank well, who you. Who were the yeah. seven? Well, no, no, that brings up an you interesting point. You look that point. up. Yes, I will do that, and I will do it immediately, and we'll check and see. Uh, that wasn't really what an was emergency. What was Roger Stone convicted of? That wasn't really an emergency. It was. Uh, According I, I, to Wikipedia. After a week-long trial and two days of deliberations, the jury convicted Stone on all counts, obstruction, making false statements, and witness tampering on November 15, 2019. Yeah, but seven counts. That's how many counts there were. They're all felonies. The caller is 100% right. It's not just this whimsical jaywalking thing that you would suppose. It was What's These are actual <laughs> felony crimes to which there are damages and victims. You know, I, you could argue that the president was trying to save his own skin, to which there was no victim victim other than maybe Paula, St- Paula I'm not arguing that the Paula. guy is I'm not saying I'm that the guy Paula. is innocent I'm saying that I think nine years seems like an excessive sentence for a 70 something year old guy who had no other criminal record right we agree on that well the uh, sentencing guidelines don't call attention to the things that you're calling attention to the sentencing guidelines that the prosecutors use for the recommendation only call for what the crime is the judge weighs in all those other things but, that you're right. talking about and if you were a judge factors. would you not consider the defendant's age and whether or not he had a prior criminal record and whether someone sure. was harmed or someone, right. I mean, he's, I, it doesn't say. Well, that's say, immaterial. You know, the judge, you know, can also consider what the guy looks like okay. or something. So, but the so fact what's is, the president weighing in got to do with anything? Oh, okay. You haven't followed this. What happened was <laughs> uh, the U.S. Justice Department had a standard recommendation for crimes of these type. I think it was four to eight years or four to ten years or something like that. And the, the prosecutors that had brought this right. case recommended seven were, to nine. were recommending that. It's, it's right within the sentencing guideline. It's not exceedingly long or nor exceedingly short, and the president is overriding that by exerting his influence through the attorney general to make sure uh, that that doesn't happen to his friend and confidant and fellow felon, Mr. Roger Stone. Fellow so, felon? Well, he's a Would friend of his. Would you please illuminate that statement well, I a little bit more? Trump's not, I guess w- that wouldn't be right because Trump's no, not a felon. No, that would not be right. No, but uh, in any event, uh, the... the uh, in, the the oh great impeached great one is now you know pronouncing that he knows better than the federal guidelines that the prosecutors have used for decades in Washington. But unless he but pardons, it's his friend, he wants him off the hook. If he wants him off the hook, he could pardon him. And he says he's being treated horribly, unfairly. Well, Did you hear me? Yes. If he wants him off the hook, he can pardon him. Well, That's why, the president's right. Well, then he might as you know. I I don't. I think that would cause more backlash though. If he did, in fact, commit crimes and he was convicted of them, he should serve some penalty. He did commit crimes. All right. Well, I'm saying if he did and he was convicted of them, he should serve some time. 
I agree with <laughs> but that. Well below the federal guidelines well, you're no, calling. I, I don't know what. What do you think? He's seventy-seven. The poor guy. He's never. He doesn't even have a record. Who cares if he lies to grand juries <laughs> and does other criminal okay, behavior? What, what do you think is appropriate? Yeah, Mark Lawrence, if you were the judge, what would you sentence the guy to based on what you know, Ooh, I, I, honestly, which I admit is rather limited? Yeah, I was just going to say <laughs> I, honestly, I only know what has bubbled up lately about this case. Uh, I didn't follow it super closely, but based on what I know, I think the guidelines are a good drafting point from which to draw a sentence, you know, and the judge will, of course, factor in things like age and previous criminal records and the the weight of the victim. You know, who's the victim? If you lie to a grand jury, but eventually the truth wills out, then that's okay. Then, uh, you know, I think that's less than... But you didn't answer you, my question. It hurts. I don't know. I I'll said answer, I don't know. I'll answer it for me. I think three to five. Oh, brother. Now, what's, what's wrong with that? And you know more than the judge does, huh? No, but I'm taking into consideration the fact that it was the, what real harm was done. I mean, he lied under oath. That's always okay. that's always harmful. If we don't can't believe people who testify, the whole judicial system winds up in a in a very bad spot. So there have to be consequences for lying, you know, in a criminal proceeding. Impeachment or otherwise. I don't care what it is. There have to be penalties if you can prove it and they're guilty. There have to well, be the penalties. The president lies every single day. Oh, come what on. is it? Fifteen thousand. We've got to drag that something? old chestnut out again and heat it up. <laughs> okay, but anyway, look, I, I think you're uh, obvious skating the real point here or a blue obfuscating uh, uh, am no, I no that's not right you're, you're uh, obviating obs- obscuring or the real point the real point is that the president is exerting his influence on the justice department and that while not illegal is certainly wrong what, what it's immoral first, it's chicken, unethical what came first the chicken or the egg did he weigh in on it first or did the uh, the, the department of justice leadership decide that it was excessive first what do you i think you they think? decided it was obsessive i would say that the, the first. trumpian chicken came first <laughs> then he laid the egg that leads to the lesser so trump now you're saying trump's laying eggs and he's a chicken oh no he didn't lay an egg on this one he's going to get his way he wanted these guys out of the way and of course they're now on I other think, cases I I think his way would be that the guy was acquitted, but that didn't happen. And speaking of eggs and whey, Al's on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Joe, you, you uh, touched on it. The uh, prosecutors quit a week before Trump even said anything because they didn't like the uh, sentencing that was recommended, uh, that they recommended. And this happened way before Trump even tweeted. That's what I thought. And you haven't, yeah. and you, you suspect that the president hasn't weighed on on this until he fired the tweet. That's his first word about this long recommendation. Well, unless he, you know, called him and they're not leaking it. But, right. You know, everything gets leaked. And you know how timid the president is. Australia, Mexico, wherever he makes a phone call, it seems to leak out. Well, I think they're on the record. I, I think he, everything he does is on the record. So that, I don't think they leak out. I think they're all monitored and, you know, his public dealings are Now, back are early in his uh, presidency, they leaked uh, phone calls to, you know, that were not supposed to be leaked anyway. He's right. They, that did happen. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we would have known, and they're covering it on uh, Fox. But it, it happened a week beforehand that the prosecutors quit because the recommendations that they gave were not in conjunction with the crime. 
Well, I'm sure the president is not only emboldened to do this, but he's also careful now. So he probably just told Attorney General Barr in person rather than send him any kind of a public message that could be monitored or... Um, well, if I had a friend and I was a president and I thought my friend was being mistreated, I'd, I'd say something too, or else you're not much of a friend or a confidant. Right, but at what point should the justice system be objective? I understand it's a branch of the executive, they so... They can take it. They can take it or leave it. You know, they're, they're in charge of themselves. Uh, I mean, it shouldn't matter what anybody says to the judge. Right, and there's hardly a law broken here. I mean, if the judge here. doesn't want to hear it, he can let it go in one ear and out the other ear <laughs> right. and tell him, you know, this is not appropriate. Well, it's just unethical. And Chuck, Chuck Schumer. You, Chuck why Schumer. Ask the judge? Why don't they ask the judge? Chuck Could, Schumer has called for an emergency hearing on this. Well, after emergency, emergency. Well, Let's Barr, have a hearing. Barr already said he'd come and testify about it. On March, about 30, March 31st, which does seem a bit long to me. If he's <laughs> going to testify, why not next week or... Can he clear his schedule? I don't think he's testifying about this specifically. Yes, though. I think that's what oh, it is. The sentencing this. debacle. It's about okay. This. okay, good. Thank you. So, on the March 31st, we have a long way to go. I don't think with this issue, Jeez. by March 31st, people aren't going to even care about it anymore. I'll be a grandpa by no. then. <laughs> Not well, that they should just go straight to the judge. Yeah. Uh, go right to the judge and ask the judge, did uh, President Trump give you a call and give you any influence on this? Oh, yes. I mean, if you want to find out the truth. I don't think the president would do that. I think what 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 has, uh, what has may have happened here is that the president encouraged the attorney general to stand down on this long sentencing guideline, and that message made it way to, down to the prosecutors who promptly stepped down. The, the uh, uh, recommendation was changed, and, and that's what it is, but it, it's not illegal. It's just unethical, and the Justice Department is supposed to be above this, but this is President Trump's administration, and I think the uh, Justice Department is uh, sort of a division of the administration, so this is not like a bizarrely dis... He didn't have to go across town to oh, be able to speak freely about the Justice Department. He's turning them into his personal lawyers. Didn't you hear the left say that? They're his personal <laughs> lawyers. It's his so, personal... Also, if say he did get the nine years... All right, when they do come around to sentencing Hillary for uh, not following a subpoena and destroying 30,000 emails, and when they start looking into all these other crimes with a $1.8 billion loss to Ukraine to fight a secret war, uh, and everybody got kickbacks, why don't we just, you know, they got nine years for this little thing. The yeah. other people are going to end up a lot more sentences that... Everybody else is going to say, "Oh my God, why'd they get 25 years?" And they, you know, yeah, well, and you know, when they find out that uh, Joe Biden unduly influenced Burisma to give his son a multi-million-dollar job. That's right. I mean, there's no justice. Look at Harvard and Yale. And there's lots We're of people who money are being from far, foreign countries probably to get their students in. So if I understand you two correctly, then there are many, many people who have behaved unethically, so we shouldn't worry about the president uh, yeah. behaving unethically, no, correct? No, no, that's not the point at all. The oh, point okay. is that the punishment <laughs> should fit the crime. I got you. I don't believe it should be excessive. good for the goose is good for the gander. Excellent. Amen. Well said. I could not have right. said it ever better I'm going to have that one laminated for my wallet. <laughs> Write that down. Thank you so much. Thanks, Al. Al, really yeah, always bye. appreciate the call. We'll take a quickie break. Uh, we are talking about the president 
president. I feel it's undue influence. Uh, Joe's is just defending him. There's absolutely no record to support my remarks. We're just assuming that the president has done something wrong because he is oh so capable of doing the wrong thing. Uh, what's your view on this? Am I out on a ledge here, or is it obvious that the president is trying to influence his Justice Department to make sure that his friend gets a more You're lenient sentence? You're rather like Whistler's mother standing up. You're off your rocker. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay, take a break. 1-800-795-9565. What's your view, Roger Stone? Should he get the uh, 10-year term? Uh, is threatening somebody and other felony charges uh, worthy of a very lenient sentence? Because he's, what, 77? How old are you? 76. Okay, so you have sympathy for him. Amen, brother. <laughs> Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow. Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes, and they start as low as 21960 <laughs> Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. Greetings and welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Joe, take them in uh, alphabetical order here. Okay, uh, listen to what Dick said. Stone threatened witnesses. Add that charge to the list. And then another one says, good morning, guys. Just want to put my two cents in about Roger Stone. With the president tweeting, I know what the president said, but I don't want to go into it. But hey, if this is their new impeachment plan again, go for it. A 70-year-old guy? My goodness, put yourself in the guy's shoes. My verdict is that he really did what they said, and he never did anything before. Give him probation. Would not be unheard of in a case where somebody had led an exemplary life and made one mistake or a series of mistakes, whatever, all related to the same event, by the way. And then Than says, are you really looking to make the United States a banana republic? This kind of justice is what happens in banana republic. you got to remember that Fox News reports what didn't happen and doesn't report what did happen. Their main source, I believe, is Russia. Oh, brother. Just the Banana Republic. Isn't that a store at the mall? Uh, Dale, you are it's on the... It's insulting to all of our South American neighbors. Is it? Yes, it is. Dale, you're on the mark. Yeah, I think uh, Roger Stone, you know, Trump's been around him for a long time, so Trump tried to act like him, which Roger Stone was a Nixon man. And I don't understand why Joe likes Stone. It don't make sense. I mean, Roger Stone and Nixon's all about making sure the ambulance cases don't control all aspects of government. Bar Association. And that's why the media don't tell you why Nixon got impeached and why Roger Stone's getting all these charges, because they speak loud and clear what these ambulance cases are doing. And, you know, that's the reason why Nixon got impeached. Okay. Since Trump's in office now, he's getting all these rallies going. I think he's just uh, making sure that they don't roast him. You know, that's basically what's happening here. He, he's covering his back. 
from. Dale's like, right. Yeah, so I don't understand, Joe, how he likes Roger Stone. I don't like Roger Stone. I don't know the man. I just think that the seven to nine years was excessive given the nature of the crime. And as one of our other... Wait a second. This is... Dale, listen to me for a second. One of our texters just sent us a note that bears on what you're saying. He said, I believe I read that the person supposedly threatened by Stone did not feel threatened and testified in support of Stone. If Stone had been a Democratic supporter, we would not even be having this conversation. So what do you say to that? Yeah, Dale, he got I, you on that one. What do you mean he got me on that one? <laughs> it's just a it's just a figure of speech. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but you know Roger Stone when he talks to the uh, you know he he probably talks to the courts and prosecutors like he talks like Rock Nixon would. You know, that's the whole thing because you know they control all aspects of government, and Roger Stone and Nixon was against that. They should be like you know, it should be equal balance. There's no equal balance. You know the, the the symbol of the balance scale? Well, the scale was tipped all the way, and Roger Stone and Nixon knew that. So that's the whole premise of, of them trying to roast Roger. You know that. Because he's loud and clear, and that's why Trump tries to act like him. That's why Trump goes on his rallies to back himself up so he don't get roasted. Right. He's, he's got a lot of support the from the Bar Association. Yeah, well, that's what Roger Stone is totally against. The Bar Association? He's opposed to the Bar Association? He's been talking about it for years. He's yeah, come on, Joe. Pay attention for five That's minutes. That's why Nixon got impeached, because he didn't think they should control all aspects. And, and he was loudmouthed about it, too, and that's why they, they roasted him. Just so, like they gave Roger all these fake charges. Nixon didn't commit any crimes. He was roasted by the Bar Association. This is a revelation I haven't heard before. Oh, it's, it's the people and his back you know, his backdoor uh, language is what got him. Oh, my God. Well, I had no idea how deep this ran into the Bar Association. Right, it's deep. Okay, I thank you. Some... You look at it, and you look at it and wonder why they got that charge. You wonder why. You didn't do nothing. Gotcha. See, now Dale has run rings around you logically, Joe. See, well, I didn't realize that, that you, you crossed the Bar Association at your own risk. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, texts from the top right. down. Mark, you made me chuckle when you said Trump should stay out of any activities of the DOJ. Where were you when Obama had his nose deep in the DOJ when they were spying on the Trump campaign in 2016? I didn't know about that. That's that's wrong. He should definitely should do that. If he did it, if it's criminal, he should be charged. I don't think the president did anything illegal. It's just unethical. It says Nixon, did, uh, Nixon resigned over such activities, and Obama gets off scot-free. Well, that ain't right. He should be investigated and uh, censured as an ex-president. Well, and we need to really look into the Bar Association. I had no idea that Nixon was just a victim of their nefarious plots and schemes. So he's a victim of circumstances. No argument there. All right. Thank you for the texts and the emails and the well, phone. We still have another one down there. Cool. Uh, right. The DOJ. Does that relate to this? Yes. The D- well, it does. If I can read it, you stop erasing. <laughs> I'm busy things. doing other things right now. <laughs> Don't worry about me. The DOJ lawyers recommended more time than the standard sentences for the crimes that Stone was convicted of. All the supposed crimes were supposedly committed during the sham Mueller investigation. Sounds like a nice setup to me to try and damage Trump, and they used a senior citizen to do it. Disgusting. (laughs) Says a future senior citizen himself. Well, as a senior citizen, I can identify. (laughs) Well, 
I hope all of this comes out. Thank you, Stan, for that uh, uh, information. If you are right, then this whole thing is a setup designed to make President Trump look bad and, of course, at uh, Roger Stone's expense. But if you think, like I do, it's unethical for the president to unduly influence, as it would have been if uh, President Obama did it, if he was in charge of investigating Donald Trump, which was, that's a nefarious setup if there ever was one, then uh, that's wrong, too. I, I don't know if any of those things are even illegal, though. Well, investigating, having using the office of the federal government to investigate somebody is exactly what got Donald Trump alleg- uh, allegedly doing that. It's what got Donald Trump impeached. Well, we had a tip, though. We had, but it a, didn't we had have, a dossier. It didn't do anything to Obama <laughs> when he launched right. an investigation into Trump's well, it campaign. Well, Democrats. That's his side of the aisle. I mean, the thing is that we just can't admit that the hypocrisy on both sides just is overwhelming. Right. And it all depends on who, whose ox is being gored today. Well, if it's a Republican ox, the Democrats are in favor of roasting it. If it's a Democratic ox, the Republicans are more than willing to, you know, add some logs to the fire. I'm just so surprised. This is the first time anyone in Washington has behaved unethically. So I. I it's taken me a little bit to buy surprise. Well, and then the, the hubris to come on and say, oh, this is terrible. I demand an immediate emergency investigation. This is this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, this Chuck is the Schumer best part about Joe yelling, get off my lawn. It's, Chuck it's Schumer the voices. Should, <laughs> Chuck Schumer should get an award, an Academy Award for outraged indignation. Oh, you know what? This would be fun. We should have awards. Political f- Academy f- for Awards. For the greatest machinations about nothing. We'll call it the... MM Awards. Nancy Pelosi would get supporting actress in a drama for ripping for up the president's up. speech. Right, that would be supporting. <laughs> uh, president Trump, of course, would uh, he'd walk away with the Oscar, or he'd for rig, what? Or he'd rig it for every, everything. He'd get them all. Right? <laughs> yes, he wouldn't want anybody he'd, else he'd to pick sweep one up. all the categories. <laughs> so, for the Academy Award for avoiding uh, for avoiding a roasting, as Dale would put well, it. Well, you need one for Adam Schiff too when he rolls his eyes. That's the best part. Well, they, and then they catch uh, him literally rolling his Jerry eyes. Jerry Nadler, who often looks like a deer caught in the headlights, you know, f- for blank expressions indicating stupidity, the winner is Jerry Nadler. And he would win the award for the most offending before and after pictures that have been posted of him. And then for the biggest flip-flop, I would say that on the Republican side, there are several senators. Yeah, there are several senators who didn't like Trump at all when he was running, but now, or or even when he got in, he had a terrible first couple of months. Now they're just in love with the guy, so he can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest the flip-flop on the Democratic side. Oh, Joe Biden I mean, on abortion. I mean, the poor guy must his back must be giving him terrible pain. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take more nominations during the 9 a.m. hour. These are uh, not the Oscars. They call, these are called the idiots. The flopsters. <laughs> 1-800, WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great thanks and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and diametrically opposed to everything I say. 
Yes, that's true. You're supposed to yell your favorite phrase. Get off my lawn. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Rob Center is right down the middle. I don't know what his politics are, and <laughs> let's keep it that way. He's on the other side of the glass. He knows wonderful things about Well, you about put him in his place. Don't you dare chime in. We don't want to know what you he think. He doesn't want to. I don't know. He's welcome I to. I do not talk politics <laughs> with people in public. <laughs> so, smart move. If Mark pardon. and I were smart, we wouldn't do that either, but then this wouldn't be much of a program. <laughs> well, it must, must be a conservative then. Why do you say that? I'm just speculating. Oh. I'm waiting for him to say something. No, so I, I do think, not talk politics in public. There we go. <laughs> I think he's a liberal. <laughs> I think he's a conservative. I do not talk politics in public. <laughs> All right, so we'll have to corner him after the show or in the, in the hallway and find out what he really thinks. <laughs> Next time he votes in Northumberland, I think if you stand outside the polling place at the right spot, you can see in the window. So I'll look in over the shoulder. See where, how he voted. <laughs> <laughs> and if he writes in Mark Lawrence for anything, he's in big trouble. <laughs> All right, well, welcome on board. Good morning, everybody. On the Mark WKOK Live telephone talk show uh, is underway. It is the 13th day. Good luck, 13th, on Thursday, uh, 2020. So we thank you for joining us. And we talked in the first half about how unethical it is for uh, President Trump to weigh in on the sentencing of Roger Stone. About. I talked about how entirely appropriate it was to and Joe talks out. about how man, mean it is to send a convicted <laughs> felon to jail for <laughs> 10 years, even though he's 77 and Joe's 76, so he's got a little sympathy going there. Uh, but uh, we'll take your view on this if you have an opinion. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We're going to talk about some other topics, too, on the market sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, so please check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can text us at 70236. We would just love to hear from you via that vehicle as well. Some brief news headlines. In Montour County, there's been a conviction in the case of a man charged with raping an 8-year-old girl. Published reports today say the defendant, 35-year-old Brent Kilgus, was convicted of child rape and five other sex crimes. Press Enterprise News Paper reports he was led out of the courtroom in handcuffs to await sentencing on at least 10 years in jail. Daily Item reports jurors deliberated two hours before convicting him of the crimes at a home in Anthony Township, Montour County. About half of Americans don't know the signs and symptoms of a heart attack. One, chest pain or discomfort, shortness of breath, pain or discomfort in your arms or shoulders, feeling weak, lightheaded, or faint, and then finally jaw, neck, or back pain. So it's really important that if you recognize those symptoms, act quickly. Catherine Long, Healthy Living Coordinator and Registered Dietitian at Wise Markets, talking to us during Heart Month. You can hear her full remarks on our WKOK podcast page. And don't forget WKOK and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation and Evangelical Community Hospital Rock and Red for Healthy Hearts, promoting heart health and prevention. You can see more about that at WKOK.com. Pennsylvania's President of the State Senate, Joe Scarnetti, tells the Associated Press he will not seek re-election. Scarnetti made the announcement Wednesday night. The 58-year-old is a fifth-term Republican senator from Jefferson County, which is in northwestern Pennsylvania, in case you didn't know. He says he wrestled with the decision but thought it was the right time to step down after 14 years in a job steering a Republican majority through turbulent elections and fights in the Capitol. Scarnetti rose quickly, becoming the Senate president in 2007 with the endorsement of his predecessor just after six years in the chamber. He said he will remain in the role until a legislative term in November and November 30th. 
So then uh, they'll be looking for a new state senator in western Pennsylvania in Jefferson County. Governor Tom Wolf is following through on his threat to veto legislation designed to prevent his administration from closing two state centers for the intellectually disabled. Wolf said Wednesday that the bill would have continued a reliance on institutionalization rather versus better and more integrated lives for the disabled through community services in local areas. The bill emerged after Governor Wolf's announcement in August that he would close Whitehaven and Polk. The closings were fought by employees and family members in the center's residence, and the legislature passed a bill delaying the closures at least 10 years. The governor says it's better for the individuals, and it's not the state's job uh, to provide employment uh, throughout regions just to bolster the local economies. And he also says uh, that eventually all state centers will be closed. And in the week since his acquittal on impeachment charges, the fully emboldened President Donald Trump, who's demonstrating his determination to assert an iron grip on government, pushing his Justice Department to ease up on a longtime friend while using the levers of presidential powers to exact payback on real and perceived foes. President Trump has told confidants in recent days that he felt both vindicated and strengthened by his acquittal in the Senate, believing Republicans have rallied around him in unprecedented fashion while voters were turned off by the political process, according to four White House officials and Republicans close to the West Wing who spoke on the condition of anonymity. Since then, Trump and his aides have moved with haste to clear his administration of those he sees as insufficiently loyal, reaching all the way back to the time of the former special counsel Robert Mueller's probe into Russian interference in the 2016 election. Democrats and outside analysts are raising red flags that Trump is exhibiting a post-impeachment thirst for vengeance. Oh, this has got to be an AP story. This is ridiculous. It's an AP editorial. It is. You're reading an editorial on the air as a news story. Well, you should be shot. (laughs) Well, that seems a little extreme. (laughs) It does. I'm 77, Joe. (laughs) Give me a break. That could cause lasting damage. Well, it's obvious in editorial. Do I have to announce it? Well, yeah, but you you billboard this as the news, and then you read an editorial. There is a problem with that that you should be fully aware of. I thought the adjectives would make it obvious that it's it's a uh, it is an AP. But see, that's exactly what I've been harping on: this muddying between news and commentary. You know, anyway. and it, it's exactly what's wrong with the media today. All right, there's one other news story here. Dateline, New York City. Right, is this a news story or press? another yes. editorial? It's a, no, it's a, brand, it's a verifiable news story. Joseph McGranahan is a curmudgeon whose main hobby is yelling, get off my lawn, and playing with coins no, and stamps. No, I'm just pointing with hypo- out hypocrisy. I have nothing to do with stamps. All right. I was waiting for you to stop me on this. It took you long enough. This was on the AP. I sent you this overnight. You didn't like li- it. I'm listening to you. I didn't think you were going to read it on the air. I thought you were just sending it to me for <laughs> informational for purposes. For information, AP's editors. I mean, AP is just... <laughs> They've crossed the line. Um, almost pathetic. I think they're absolutely pathetic. Is that th- what you think AP stands for? Uh, I used to think it was almost pathetic. Now I think it's, it's absolutely, absolutely pathetic. pathetic. Okay. All righty. Well, we'll take more calls and more comers on this topic. We're talking about Roger Stone and his many convictions, including threatening 
people. He didn't have many convictions. You make it sound he had one conviction for many charges. No, he had seven charges. Well, right. one conviction. Well, yeah, I guess one day in court, but it was, it was one, seven one charges. Act. Everything stems from this one act, right? Okay. All seven charges? Oh, I don't really recall. Uh, honestly, Roger Stone, if, he, if, if this hadn't popped up, I, I'd, he had barely registered. He He's just register one of the many, many, many people that the Mueller report caught up in their snare of, uh, of uh, appropriate prosecution of people who have done various crimes. Well, we should have an emergency investigation. Emergency. <laughs> Let's get him out here. There we go. I am not a crook. And we got a text. Joe, read that, please. It says, more anonymous leaks from supported supposed White House staff with less than flattering rumors. How original by AP News not. <laughs> yeah. And next, this will be a paragraph in a book by Anonymous. He'll write another book. And whatever happened to his big book, you know, Anonymous, all well, these came charges. Out, but, you know, it was just, but see, I, I read part of it, and it really outlines just how unusual the president's presidency is, but all of it is, none of it's illegal. It's just really strange behavior if you compare him to previous presidents, but it's perfectly normal for President Trump to, you know, to announce major policy change and firings via Twitter. You know, people people are f flying to distant countries serving the administration and they find out via Twitter that they're fired or they're in the motorcade or things like that. But, you know, it's definitely unusual. But it's President Trump, so I think it would be. We should write a book that says <laughs> the day Trump acted normal, or acted like previous presidents. Well, if he did, they would, they would find him. something they didn't like about it. I'm sorry. But well, no, there would be no. The book would only it would be like the size of a weekly reader, not to, not <laughs> to, weekly not reader. to besmirch that fine publication. But uh, you know, it'd be easier to just come out with a book. Just come out with a, a book, that, a PDF that people can download that says this is the day the president acted normal. It would have like two paragraphs on it. He he illuminated the White House Christmas tree and uh, uh, saved the White House turkey. Well, you know, it's the, the other That's big thing. It. We all have been waiting for John Bolton's book. A 528-page book will be titled The Room Where It Happened. And mm -hmm. the, uh, it now has a release date. What's the release date on this book? Let's well, see. is the statute of limitations over on the quid pro quo? Oh, it's scheduled for March 17th. Can he be tried again for the same thing? John Bolton? No, the president. No. Well, yeah, I guess if it's something separate or if they find out new information. He was acquitted. I don't think that I don't think you, uh, Jeopardy attaches to an impeachment. Right. You keep telling me it's not a criminal proceeding. Right. So I think if they find something else, they're certainly welcome to go through this dance again. But the question becomes: Oh my gosh, people would vote him out. Well, we've never had we never had the same president impeached twice. That would be a first, and certainly befitting a man. Well, of the president Trump's has stature. all kinds of firsts. I mean, that's not unusual. So do you think he should? they should keep it up? Or, you know, should we have emergency investigations? Uh, if he's reelected, they should impeach him and convict him if they can. But they shouldn't impeach him again if they can't convict him. If, they're, if the Senate's going to, you know, decline to do their job and the House is just going to do political stuff, there must be something that we can agree on to push the country forward I mean, without the president doing it via executive order. Or things that he, I mean, there are things that he thinks are 
ideal. But so many people expressed opinions about the president's guilt or innocence, and yet the president isn't allowed to express an opinion about the guilt or innocence of someone he knows fairly well. No, but he shouldn't have undue influence on the Justice Department. But Who said he did? But it's his Justice Department. Who, who said he did? I mean, if, if I was, you said, I you said pointed he did. out, I was the boss here for 30 years. If I said, I believe we should not eat candy bars in the building, or you would said, you take that as a directive that, you know, just because I said I think we shouldn't eat candy bars in the building, you would never bring a candy bar in here? Knowing the contrarian Mark Lawrence is, I could think see you selling them out the back door of the newsroom. I, and I know on this property which direction you have to walk to get the shortest distance to step off the property. <laughs> and it's literally right out the back door. You go west. Within 10 yards, you're on the neighboring and property. so you would be out there eating candy bars. Well, just, yeah, I would walk 11 yards. And, it, and as you can tell, I've walked 11 yards very rarely, and many candy bars have gone down the gullet. And usually without your shoes on. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Everything, if you're me over here. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, Dan. You're on the mark. Hey, Hey, good morning, guys. Well, you know, under Trump, these people, they can't stomach Trump. They they spit at his sight. Yeah, they can see clearly now the justice. They want justice 100% by the letter of the law, whatever, even beyond the letter of the law. But under President Obama, he investigated conservatives used it used the IRS to deny around over 600 he denied sick over 600 people to get their status their tax-free status nothing is said not one thing is said about that by any of your callers that can't stand Trump and uh, and uh, Jay Seculo one of Trump's lawyers he had now did the, the he filed the suits. They didn't win them all, but he won some of them to get some damage money. And the second thing, he, under Obama, there was fast and furious. You don't hear anything about that. And under President Obama, he knew he had to know that. They were in fact they were sending spying into the Trump campaign. No one peeps. I don't hear a peep out of the anti-Trump people about about the invest about the spying campaign against Trump, setting up the coup that's still going on to this day. Don't hear a peep. Is what about that justice? Well, if there was something illegal, they should prosecute it. it should I mean, the president's done, in charge of the I Justice did. Department. He can call for an investigation tomorrow if he thought there was a crime there. And we didn't, can we have an emergency know. investigation? No, uh, only if you say emergency the correct way. Go ahead, Joe. Emergency investigation. Oh, no, it's emergency. Emergency investigation. Thank we needed it once. You. There you go. Thank you. And you know, I didn't hear one of us out here. I lived all through that, and none of us were calling for impeachment. Get him out of there. He's no good. I We complained about the injustice of it, but hey, he was the elected president, so we went along with it, put up with it till we could vote 
a gentleman in that we particularly could go by his agenda better. Now all you have is resistance against this great president. Every day it's resistance from morning till evening and all night, too, <laughs> if you listen to the late-night talk post. <laughs> yeah, they, they never do anything. It's a continuous barrage of anti-Trump. I, I never saw anything like it in my whole lifetime, even under Nixon. Yeah, they did. I guess they didn't have as many outlets then to have their hate broadcast. But nowadays, it's a continuous barrage of anti-Trump day and night. And here, despite despite all that anti-Trump, Trump has bigger rallies. He has more people that love him and appreciate what he's doing than any other president ever, I think. He has his followers, they're dedicated, they love him, he loves them. And up in, up there in New Hampshire, he had, he had uh, 50, he had 52,000 that would, could appear if they could have got there. They stood out in the cold rain and weather for over a day, some of them, just to, get into a Trump rally uh, you know you can't you can't beat that <laughs> the Democrats who's gonna run against Trump they can beat him nobody mm, I, well I wouldn't go that far yeah I would think the right uh, sort of a, a, a moderate Democrat would probably garner a lot of uh, Trump complaint votes from both sides of the aisle and of course it would have to be somebody Democrats could get behind but uh, I don't know who it could be. It, it might have been Joe Biden, you know, if, if it was the Joe Biden of eight years ago, maybe. But now he's a gaffe machine and people are upset about the Hunter Biden stuff and the uh, sniffing of the hair and all that sort of stuff. The, the creepy stuff, the creepy side of Joe. I'm sniffing over here. like his campaign's over. Just about he come in fifth. Oh, I don't think his campaign's over by a long shot. But I don't. Th I just He's don't think that. He's not getting any. The money's not coming in anymore. He's not getting the support he did. He will. That, I don't know. I think he'll come back. But in any event, I think they're gonna go with Buttigieg. Right, and then we'll have a first man in the White House for the first yeah, time ever. And uh, and maybe the uh, the the lady there. What's her name? Coma. Kobachar, Kobachar. I can't say it. I'm too Pennsylvania Dutch to say these names. Yeah, she has Clomentum right now. If it was Martin, <laughs> I could say it, or Zimmerman. <laughs> <laughs> but these uh, other names are hard for us Dutch people to get in our head right. Well, you said Buttigieg, right? So you nailed that one. So, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thanks, Dan. Man. Appreciate the yeah, call. Have a good one. You, thank you, guys. A good program. All right.
Thanks. That's We're what about, it's our specialty. Something. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. First line of the next story about Democrats and the platform, Joe. Oh, my, the story I want to talk about. Actress sure. Patricia Heaton has denounced the Democratic Party's platform for including what she called a barbaric position on abortion. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes. And they start as low as 21960 <laughs> Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors' is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, if uh, you are in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, there's just no place else to go other than the Sunbury Motor Company. Brand new Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, Hyundai, Kia, Ford Ranger, F-150, Lincoln Navigator. We're going to buy Rob a, a Ford Explorer so that he has a perfect vehicle that will fit him and the dog and his lovely bride perfectly as they make their wonderful road trips around the valley. And it'll be just be the right price, and they'll give him a ton of money for his trade-in, and he'll be as happy as a clam because of that. So will Joe on his brand-new Navigator. I already ordered it for him. I hope he doesn't mind. It's a V8. How do you know clams are happy? You just assume because they never complain. But they, <laughs> well, that's because they could be Howard Johnson used to cook them all up. They could be grumbling inside. They could be saying, get off of my beach <laughs> inside, and you just don't know it. But anyway, the Sunbury Motor Company. So those are the new lines that are available. But if you need a pre-owned vehicle, they only accept a few uh, pre-owned vehicles that they sell on the lot. The rest go to auction and pop up at other places around here if they're substandard. But the ones that stay pass a 100-point check and are in perfect condition and have been cleaned like never before. And so they are ready to go. Low mileage, low price uh, vehicles. It's an opportunity for you to satisfy all of your vehicular needs when it comes to you getting a new vehicle. The Sunbury Motor Company, they invite you to do what many, many, many people have done in the past 100 years. That's go to www.sunburymotors.com and uh, check it out. They People have been on that website for 100 years. and it's That's it's, amazing considering the web's only about 30 years old. How old is the Internet? Uh, well, let's see. If they're about 30 years, a little over 30. When did we get email around here? Very early on. We were one of the first. We were one of the first stations in the country to use computers and use the internet. All right, you were pretty smart in that way. It's funny how you're so backward in one way, but so smart in another. <laughs> Uh, you know the old expression, even a slight a sight challenged uh, squirrel gets an acorn once in a while. <laughs> well, you knew where the nuts were, that's for sure. You hired quite a few over there. And the years. I got one of them sitting across from me now. All right. <laughs> 1 800. Can I delete this? No, I, it, the message All is in right. the subject line. It says oh. 
tell Dan, wah, 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 and give him some Kleenex. Oh, come on. No, you, we didn't have to read that. Well, that's what it says. <laughs> I realize that. I, Dan's I a big boy. He can take it. X that. Hit X. X. <laughs> hit X. No, not right. delete. Not delete. Just X. X upper X. right hand corner. All right. There Thank we go. Thank you. All right. Read the text. And then who's to say what previous presidents did was normal? Hiding the truth from the citizens by previous administrations was normal, but certainly not correct. Can we say Benghazi for starters? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on, Stan. <laughs> Benghazi. Uh, well, hey, a lot of people think that was a cover-up of the first oh degree. Oh, my gosh. I said a lot what of people What possible think, difference does it make? That's now, Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> you forgot to add now. She always said, what possible difference does it make now? Okay. All right, so what do you got there? Well, this is an interesting story, and it won't get a lot of play because she's a conservative actress. Actress Patricia Heaton has denounced the Democratic Party's platform for including what she called a barbaric position on abortion. She said, I don't understand why pro-life people want to know if they are welcome to join the Democratic Party. The Everybody Loves Raymond co-star tweeted Wednesday, why would any civilized person want to support a barbaric platform that champions abortion for any reason through all nine months? months and funded by taxpayers. Now, let me stop you there. The platform doesn't specifically say that. It says it supports reproductive rights, including abortion, but it doesn't say anything about any length of the pregnancy or for any reason. Oh, it does. It says, we believe unequivocally, like the majority of Americans, that every woman should have access to quality reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortion, regardless of where she lives, how much money she makes, or how she is insured, which means that the government has to pay for it, whatever she decides she wants. That's their position. Oh, right, right. Anyhow, that's fine, but that's not what she said in the preamble of the article there. Well, it's her opinion, but it gets better. The issue has resurfaced in recent weeks after Kristen Day, who leads Democrats for Life, asked former South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg whether the party included room for her. During a January 26th Fox News town hall meeting with Buttigieg, Day specifically took issue with the language in the party's platform. She said the Democratic platform contains language that basically says we don't belong. We have no part in the party because it says abortion should be legal up to nine months. The government should pay for it. It doesn't say that. They, well, this is what Day said. Buttigieg. Right, no, I'm just saying the, uh, the the platform doesn't say that. Pro-life leaders also blasted Buttigieg after he seemed to back away from answering whether he supported infant infanticide. I just know that I trust her and her decision medically and morally. It isn't going to be any better because the government is commanding her to do it in a certain way. That's Buttigieg's comment. Live action founder Lila Rose interpreted Buttigieg's answer as a pass for partial birth abortion. Oh, dear. Well, I think, uh, you know, if you wanted to talk about the party platform, whether they're inclusive or not, I think like, they aren't. Like I think that's the purpose of them is to say sort of what they think their general ideals are, and reproductive rights, including abortion, is important. But likewise, uh, being pro-life, uh, you know, pretty adamantly, is important to the Republicans. But that doesn't mean you can't join the Republican Party if you happen to be a pro-choice individual. Well, let's face it: the Republicans are becoming much more right-leaning, the Democrats much more left-leaning. I see a time when there will be a third party for most of us who are moderates. Really? I do. I think it's time. I, I, and, and I'm sorry with all due maybe, respect maybe to our friends who are third-party party libertarians around here. No, I don't think that's mainstream. 
and I'm sure I'll get uh, Drew on my back for that one. But I would think a party, a moderate party, would sur- would survive and thrive. The mods. Well, because there is there is room for compromise. There is room for other people under the tent. As a moderate Republican, and I, I cast myself as a, uh, I mean, I support Ronald Reagan. I guess I'm a Reagan Republican, um, you know. Sit down, please. <laughs> I, I'm trying to. But still, you know, there, there's not as much room for moderate Republicans in the Republican Party as there used to be. I mean, the thing, thinking is all much more dogmatic, much more focused toward the right. But I have no problem with that because I'm certainly much closer to that than I am to the Bernie Sanders of the world. Well, and there, there were moderate Republicans who were running, but they got bonked out. Years ago, I was a Rockefeller Republican. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nelson Rockefeller, I former figured. governor of New York. I figured. Uh, well, you know, I was a Jeb Bush, not Jeb Bush. Um, yeah, I thought Jeb Bush would have made a good president. You know, I thought he, he was a good combination of listener and a good combination of staunch Republican. But uh, yeah, you I had think we had enough. Bushes. You had moderates in your party. Well, and the Democrats right now are running for president. They, there are some moderates. Uh, Amy Klobuchar is probably the only one that's really uh, uh, considered Tulsi a Gabbard. moderate. Tulsi Gabbard. Well, she's not doing that. Oh, I'm sorry, Amy Klobuchar is probably the only one that's doing that well, at least so far. Who could be considered a moderate? Tulsi Gabbard. I don't really think she is a moderate. I think she. I don't think she agrees with that platform. I think she's oh, outside I don't think she the does norms either. of that on several areas. But is there room inside the political? Party Parties for people who disagree with the core values that they espouse. And the Democrats have absolutely espoused abortion, almost unlimited abortion. I've been a Republican off and on my whole life. Well, yeah, but you you also uh, feel very strongly against uh, abortion, and yet you remain in the Democratic Party. Well, yes, yes, yes. But I I think because it is legal that women should have the opportunity to uh, receive an abortion if they wish to. I do not wish. Who should pay for it? I do not wish. Should we uh, taxpayers pay for it? Should I? who oppose abortion pay for it? Well, I, th- I think there's room for us to talk about uh, potential help for individual women who are poor, but not just for abortion, but for a wide range of reproductive helps when it comes to birth control or disease prevention. Uh, if a woman cannot afford it or a family cannot afford it, I don't have any problem with us having versions of welfare that include reproductive assistance for uh, reproductive, um, you know, prevention assistance for women and likewise uh, gynecological help for women. I don't have any problem with that if the government wants to help for women who cannot afford that or for families who cannot afford it. And and likewise, I think people should be helped with food and bills if they can't afford it. And, you know, I, I, the president said he wants to uh, add more of a work component to more welfare. I don't have any problem with that at all whatsoever. President Clinton did some, you know, back in the early part of his term, and I think more would be, uh, you know, probably good, depending on how they implement it. I haven't seen how the president hopes to implement it, but it's not a terrible idea. Well, all right. So you're saying that basically you want to give people whatever they need. I want to make sure that people aren't starving or that they, if there's any way that we can help break the cycle of poverty, that we do the, so. Where, where do you draw the line? Suppose I have, um, I want to have a sex reassignment surgery and I can't afford it. Should the government pay for that? I would not think so. If I want to have a facelift, should the government pay for that? Why? You're drawing the line. You're saying that a woman should get her reproductive issues taken care of free of charge. I want I want these bags taken out from under my eyes. I, I want to fully see support and endorse <laughs> that taking place. You would, and right. and the taxpayer should pay for it. Would it would make it easier for me. <laughs> 
But seriously, I mean, you know, there is a limit to what. Yeah, I don't. And think. I know the fans of the world would say, "Well, look, I have to pay for defense, and I don't, you know, in our wars, and I don't. I'm a pacifist, and I don't like spending money that way." And I understand that you can't let people pick and choose what they will pay for and what they won't pay for. But I think there have to be some common sense lines drawn uh, as to what our responsibility is. Should a woman who is dying, uh, you know, and because she is pregnant, be able to get health care or be able to get an abortion if that's what she wants to save her life? Yes. And is the society have an interest in saving lives of people? Yes, we do. And eliminating suffering or well, easing suffering wherever possible. But how do you do that? In other words, the next step is cradle-to-grave security for you. It's not uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness isn't an absolute guarantee with respect to the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't say you're guaranteed happiness, only the right to pursue it. And if you're pursuing <laughs> it means I have to cough up money. Well, now, now you're, you're taking away my right to pursue my happiness because you're spending my money. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, call us now. Uh, we started out talking about an actress who is uh, fairly well known to many people, myself excluded, uh, who's been on many TV shows, right? Has a current hit show, uh, Julia's Second Act, I think it is. She plays oh. a doctor. Not that, not that big a hit. Oh, All right. Man. So anyway, but anyway, so she's very concerned, uh, rightfully so, in this regard, that uh, the Democratic Party platform, she feels excludes her because she's pro-life. And uh, in that case, if you are adamantly pro-life and you see that in the Democratic Party platform, well, then don't become a Democrat. Did you watch Home Improvement? Of course. She was the wife. Okay. Patricia Heaton. I mean, I didn't watch it every week, but I've seen enough. <clears throat> All right. Well, now, now you know no, who Patricia she is. No, Patricia Heaton was on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, wasn't she the wife on... Uh... It was Patricia Richardson. Oh, on... all right. I, well, I knew it was Pat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I knew Patricia Heaton was well, on I didn't watch Everybody Loves ever. Raymond. I didn't watch either of them, so... I didn't watch Everybody Loves Raymond's either, so... He didn't. So, Mark, but no, he, he, he just discussed politics. He had a comment on a political well, just issue. Just a correction of you. <laughs> he could chime in all day long yeah, correcting I, you. Yeah, I don't talk politics in public, but TV and entertainment, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, you hit his area. Thank you. All right, well, let's take a quickie break uh, now that we have. We now know where, where Rob stands there, on these important issues. Is there room in the Democratic Party for people who oppose abortion? one 800 795 if you must not be a Democrat because you oppose abortion, is that right? Call us immediately. All four lines are open. Uh, is there room for individuals uh, who wish to call themselves a Republican if they are pro-choice Republicans? 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes. And they start as low as $21,960. <laughs> Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. 
The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. We had too much replay. I'm sick of all the stoppages. And I'm sensing a lot of the fans feel the same way, too. They're just sick of the game constantly. Oh, here we go again. Great. All right, another one. And the NFL is going to regret the day that they voted yes on pass interference. They're going to regret it. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the WKOK app. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Michigan State with a new football coach. We'll talk about it today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Got another one for you. Okay. What's wrong with the new University of Virginia Multicultural Center? What's wrong with the University of Virginia Multicultural It's new multicultural center. Um, the answer is... It doesn't include enough African-Americans. There are too many white people going into ah, that place. I was right. <laughs> the University of Virginia on Wednesday reminded those on campus that its newly opened multicultural student center is open to everyone after a viral video emerged of a student making a public service announcement that there were too many white people using the facility. The video was posted on Twitter by the Young Americans Foundation with a caption that said leftists at the school were dictating who is and who isn't allowed. The unidentified woman in the video begins by saying public service announcement. If y'all didn't know, this is MSC, and frankly, there are just too many white people in here, and this is a space for people of color. So just really be cognizant of the space that you're taking up, because it does make some of us people of color uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here. (laughs) And is this racism? If a white person were saying that, it surely would be racist. Oh, I think it is. Usually they call it reverse racism, but I think it's just racism. Racism by any other name is just as racist. Well, I think, but if uh, minorities want a place where that's primarily set It's a up, multicultural right, center. Right, so it's, it's not just for minorities. It's for everybody. Okay, well, then, yeah, that's kind of backwards. She's I a mean, snowflake. Well, I mean, it's just, where does that fit in with be kind? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a subcategory. <laughs> Ways to not be kind. Uh, maybe maybe we should have another campaign that instead of be kind, or when be kind is done, for those people who didn't feel he really resonate with that, we should have a new campaign and new stickers that say, get tough. Okay. You know, or toughen up. I like that better. Toughen up. Okay. Learn to take it. Toughen up. <laughs> right. Grow <seriously>. something. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. But seriously, I mean, it, it, this is what's wrong with our country. I, oh, I think is it? You finally found a, it all boils down to what? Well, it all boils down to people not being willing to bend o- bend a little bit for someone else. I don't want to say bend over. That bend sounds, that sounds What? <laughs> Where are we going here? Uh, no, to bend a little bit. I mean, I, I... To be flexible. So for blacks to see a few whites at the multicultural center... But isn't the whole idea of a multicultural center that people come together... It does say together? multi. It doesn't say minority. Well, the, the it says multi. come together. I mean, isn't that what we really should be striving for? You know, someone got on me the other week because I said acceptance, you know, is certainly what we're shooting for, but toleration has to come first. Tolerance. Toleration. Look it up. Look the it. act of being tolerant. The process of enjoying tolerance. <laughs> okay. We're going to quibble over semantics, I see, today. Yeah, we're going to do semantics We're going to get some here. dangling participles in this conversation in a minute. No. But seriously, it is important that we start. all get along together. And, you know, to start with, we need to accept one another at some point. But at, at least we have to stop being nasty to each other. Dan? Hey, good morning. You know, the white race is a minority already, 
And in the years to come, the rate, the white, so-called white race, which is a misnomer, is going to be really in the minority because of mixed marriages, etc. And even in our little area where this is mostly Caucasian, you're starting to see a lot of multi marriages. So, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Not a thing. But you were, we're not. We are a minority, the white race. So, <clears throat> there's no such thing as reverse discrimination. We are a minority right now, and we'll become more of a minority later as time goes on. But you were talking about the moderate. I'm the, I consider myself just a little right of center. Wow. And I think that's where Trump <laughs> Beep, is. beep, beep, as Mark would say. <laughs> the truth detector Sorry, just Dan, you are further yeah. right than that. Nope. Trump is just Trump isn't an extreme right wing as the media Beep. lie all the time. He's a little bit right of center. Beep. And he may he the heresy he detector keeps going on. Reform. All right. Yeah, he's done he some passed, good things. I'm not arguing he, that, but he is rather he's conservative. Have infrastructure. He's gonna bust our budget. Yeah our national budget again with infrastructure, which is actually a more liberal okay. program. Trump All right. is not an extreme we got to take a break. And I'm not either. I'm a little Beep. right of center. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the heresy detector Beep. kept going on. Poor, poor Dan. No, Dan, you're a little further right than we, that. We I'm a little further right than that. I don't consider myself just a little bit right of center. I am midway between far right and center. Mm. Which, what what know, am I? Well, you are midway between center and left. Okay. All right. I, I, you're not a flaming liberal, and I'm not a knee-jerk conservative. <laughs> but Most sometimes days. you're a jerk. Sometimes. Well, no, I just play one on the radio. I We've established you, okay. that. Uh, yeah. He's the nicest mayor of Shemokin Dam. Well, no, not the nicest, but almost the nicest mayor of That was my Dam favorite had. call ever when someone says, is Joe really a jerk, or does he just play one on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Only you can tell. Right. I know the real Joe. <laughs> the jerk. <laughs> the jerk. Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a thousand new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes, and they start as low as 21,960. <laughs> Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. 
Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, speedy dialers only. If you want to text us, 70236. If you want to email us on the mark at WKOK.com, we do have one email we haven't read yet, and we just got some texts. The email says, good morning. Would it be possible to have one of our state representatives explain the safeguards established to prevent voter fraud with the mail-in ballots? It seems that it would be easy for someone to vote by mail and then in person, or for someone to vote by mail for me, and then I would be denied my right to vote. I don't Good know. Point. Maybe, maybe the mail-in uh, becomes a provisional. And the counties did say they don't have enough staff to do the cross-checking that would be required. In other words, when you when they get your mailed-in ballot, they have to cross you off the voter rolls that you see when you're out there in the field. But that takes staff, and they were saying they don't have that kind of staff, especially during the run-up to the election. Well, then what's the point of doing it? If you can't guarantee the security of it, why would you do it? Well, it's, uh, I don't know. That's it's a good question, and uh, I did text this question to Linda Schlegel-Calver, so hopefully she'll reply, and then uh, we'll be able to uh, either talk to her or an expert about this. I'm sure she will, and I'm sure she'll get us the help we need. And one of our texters says, if I can get down here, and I'm going there. Wrong, Dan. Trump is going to bankrupt America and steals our money from veterans, military money from veterans and military aid, the poor and the elderly. He needs to go to jail. Vote him out and let him serve his time in jail for his crimes. And another one says, the Mueller report never said he didn't commit a crime. He's as guilty as Roger Stone, plus the government never did anything wrong investigating Trump. I right. doubt that's true. Well, it's all true. Thank you so much for those texts. Very much appreciated. Uh, so we're out of messages. Well, Mess- we are. <clears throat> all our messaging is empty, right? But the, the two stories, I didn't get a chance to tie them together, but I think the two stories, the one about the Democrats and whether or not there's room in the Democratic Party for people who are pro-life, right. and whether or not the, the multicultural center has too many white people in it, that's what I was saying is the problem with the country. We don't just take people for who they are. Dr. King put well, it Democrats best when he do. said We're someday, very inclusive. Oh, yes, yes, you are, unless I disagree with you, in which case I'm shot out of the party at high speed. Let's face it, the That's Democrats... That's not true. Uh, can, you, uh, can you imagine Bernie uh, tolerating somebody uh, who disagreed with him? Well, that's different. He's trying to be as uh, as uh, adamant as he can be about his views because he's running for president. So it's okay to be a zealot if you're running for president. Gee, isn't that what we're getting on Donald Trump about, that he's a zealot for his positions? And but he's for zealot what for he the believes? wrong reasons. Oh, well, who determines the right and wrong reasons? I forgot. Mark does. I'm in How charge. about that? I'm in charge here. Can you give who us a that? list, oh, great one, of all the right and wrong reasons that we show that we may benefit from your wisdom? History man, who famously said, I'm in charge here? It was Alexander Haig. Mm-hmm. Good for you. What day and what <laughs> the time? The day Ronald Reagan was shot at at the uh, Hilton Hotel in Washington. And what year is that? Uh, 1980-something or other. I don't remember the exact year, but it was Al Haig who said it. He said, I'm in control here at the White House or command here at the White House. Right. And it was semi-true, but it was red flagged <laughs> yes, for being well, an overstatement. Al was a little over the top. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what. Great, great man. Al Haig? Mm-hmm. No? All right, if you say so. Thank you for sharing that wisdom with us. Can, may we have the list of the other things that we should believe? Uh, yes, you should uh, believe in people over party and... Uh, and do the Democrats do that moderates? with the abortion issue? Not really so much. 
Okay. So how do we change that? How do we make, you know, you talk a lot about acceptance. How do we start accepting one another? How do we live with the fact that you and I disagree, and yet we still need to have some kind of a relationship? I like the thing that Better Angels did, where they asked people to describe what the other political parties core ideals were and then asked the other political party what their core ideals were and guess what they were not even any close to the same you know people thought well I think standing up for life is a core ideal I mean Republicans would definitely say that or many many Republicans would say that but um, the Democrats felt that the Republicans when it came to that choice thing that they just wanted to thwart freedoms or something, you know, we, not not something specifically related to life. We tend to demonize people who disagree with us. In other words, if I believe this is true and you don't, there this, must be something wrong with you because I've come to the right conclusion. Yeah, but that's not new. But it's what's wrong with us. Right. It's we cannot accept the fact that somebody is going to have a different opinion, and we can't just talk about it logically. We have to shout slogans at them, call them names, accuse them of uh, being inept or stupid. Joe, please enjoy your retirement lengthened weekend. Well, I would, but now you got my blood boiling. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, take a few deep breaths, relax, and pretty soon you'll be back to protecting your lawn and you'll be comfortable <laughs> Oh, again. good. Thank you, Mark. This is WKOK Sunbury.